0: Good morning. It's Leslie with Andersons of West Hills.
1: And it is Jason with ThenWorks.com. For some reason, she always gets to go first.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <sighs> Same thing at a drag race.
1: Right. Oy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and on the podcast, I will mm, always be first. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Um, so we had a fun weekend this weekend, starting Friday. We did... A lot of, we've done a lot of different things in the last few days and it's spring break so Mason doesn't have to go to school mm-hmm. and so we were going to talk about what we did this weekend. A lot of car related yeah. stuff today.
1: Yeah, we did a lot of car related stuff too. Mm-hmm. The, um, you know, the, the only thing I was going to say about spring break is, I got memories from that, but a little while ago we were in... um uh, Nancy's Burger and Fries, which is kind of a Salem kind of thing, but they uh, kind of stole, well, I'm not going to say stole, but kind of the idea of, um, what's it called? Of oh,
0: Five uh, Guys. Five Guys, yes. Oh, for sure. She's a Five Guys knockoff. Yeah, I'm surprised she hasn't been sued, but it's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's a really good good burger, actually. So yeah. anyways, they have this poster in there that says The mm-hmm. Endless Summer, and it's in kind of neon and stuff like that. And it must be something from old, but they had a... a surfboard and some guys standing there with, um, your back, behind, you know, looking from the back. But I remember when I got that t-shirt on spring break, I think I wore it every day when I was nice. like 16. It was cool, but
0: endless summer, endless
1: summer. But, um, I thought that was cool. But anyways, yeah, it was a fun, uh, that was just a memory from spring break, but, uh, yeah, it was a fun weekend. You know, was the first thing we did is we went, and picked up uh, Inter-, Inter International 1210, so it's a 4x4 uh, truck, 1972. Mm-hmm. And that was on Friday. And that was fun because we took that, um, <clears throat> that 91 Ford F-150 4x4 mm-hmm. and loaded up all the tires in it uh, for a gambler car and mm-hmm. rims. And um, showed up at Discount Tire with those.
0: The ninety one is a nice truck. It is. It's very comfortable. The heater works. Yeah. So I was proud of that. Um Is that the
1: only thing that worked?
0: No, <laughs> I think I think everything worked. I drove it. Yeah. When we after we picked up the International Harvester, so that worked pretty good. And um, you did a power break.
1: I did a power break, yes. <laughs> in, it. in the rain. In
0: the rain. Yeah, it was very impressive. So you still got it.
1: Yep, I smoked, and there was smoke going in the rain, mm-hmm. which was surprised me.
0: Yeah. And so the other thing is when Jason was loading the tires and wheels in the back of the um, 91 to go to take him down to discount tire for our Gambler 500 car. He said, we're putting these meats on it. Yeah. And I don't know any acronyms, slang, nothing about the car business. So I'm like, meats? Does that mean like because they're meaty? So Jason has to explain everything to me, which, as we know, always ruins like a good slang word. But that's just the way it is. So then over the weekend, he posted something on Instagram and it said... That would be CPO, <laughs> so yeah. I'm like I'm thinking CPO. I don't know what that is either. I have no idea. So I ask you, um, <laughs> so I ask you, what's CPO? <laughs> and you're like what? I don't know. So we think it was an autocorrect, but right. that's going to be our new term.
1: I don't know how funny the word funny because I was like, oh, that's funny on this guy's comment and then I was like, yeah, that's so CPO.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The word funny turned into CPO.
1: Yeah. So we've been saying CPO all weekend. Like you're so CPO or that's (laughs) so CPO. Why
0: don't you go get the (laughs) CPO real quick? (laughs) Yeah. So you can basically pull one over on me for anything (laughs) when it comes to car acronyms. Mm -hmm. I'm a smart person. But when it comes to car acronyms, I don't got it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure.
1: <laughs> learning though, you're learning CPO.
0: I'm. I <laughs> let's get this CPO episode going right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, so we went to Discount Tire, dropped off the wheels and tires to get mounted, and then got the International mm-hmm. Harvester. And as it turns out, and this is another one of those times I'm not normally with you during the day, but I wanted to go with you to drop off the wheels and tires and you needed an additional person to pick up the international. So Jason has known this seller for a long time, mm-hmm. but he kind of forgot where they met.
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah. That was crazy. Just kind of <clears throat> talking to him. Cause I talked to him off and on, but I haven't seen his face for a long time. And, uh, I'll tell you about the international real fast, too. It's kind of funny because I don't go out and look for cars as much as I used to. A lot of people call me or um, I'll even call people on Craigslist. Hey, drop a buy and, and they do that. But I thought I would venture out and go to someone's house in Woodburn. And I've seen that ad on there. And actually, a, honestly, actually a friend uh, showed me it. Um, he goes by Synchro Swede on Instagram and but his name's Peter and he showed it to me he lives over on the coast and so I go over to the guy's house and I set an appointment but well, the guy kind of set it with me like hey meet me at four I get off work and so I show up like a couple second minutes early and he wasn't there yet at least I didn't think and I see a guy pulling down the street in a truck and I'm like oh that must be him because he parks right behind me and he gets out I get out, and he goes, oh, you're here to buy my truck? And I'm like, yeah. And then I looked at him, and I'm like, hey, wait. <laughs> Did you move up to Woodburn? And he goes, no, I made a deal on this truck earlier today. And I'm just like, oh, my. And the guy comes out, and he's like, hey, which one of you guys are Chuck?" <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. So anyways, I told my friend. I said, well, okay, that's cool. Actually, I didn't think it was cool, but I was like, okay. And I made an offer. I said, "Well, if you buy the truck, as apparently already did, I'll uh, give or I'll pay you this much money for it." So a week later, uh, he calls me and I'm buying the truck from yeah. him. So he didn't have to do anything but drive it home. But while we were talking to him at his house the other day, I was like talking about like how long I knew him, and he actually met me at the um, car lot that I worked at because I was doing finance and. Sales manager, but at that time, I was a salesman.
0: In, like, probably 2003.
1: Yeah, 2003. And so I was actually showing him something on the lot. and We were talking, and he goes, Yeah, you were talking about having $1,500 or something like that and making some investment, maybe in a car or two or something like that. Wanted to start something. And I totally forgot that. I hadn't even bought a car yet to to flip. And so that's it's kind of funny to roll back that far especially I didn't really tell anyone about that and he was one of the first person first people that I'd ever told and about this crazy thought or idea that I wanted to start something but back then I didn't know what it looked like
0: yeah yeah and that's the story that we always talk about is just how You had always had a car that you were buying or selling. I mean, you've always done that ever since I've known you. But at that particular time, got a little bit more serious about it, had met a couple of people that were into classic cars. And legitimately, we had two cars that and you had just gotten on eBay, Uh kind of, and had messed around with it a little bit, selling some stuff. Um, but that really was kind of the dream. And he said, yeah, I remember, I remember back then you said you had $1,500 right? something like that. So you must've told him that. So it was kind of cool to see him last Friday and here we are in 2021 and that was in probably early 2003 mm-hmm. and, what Denworks has turned into yeah. after all those years. So,
1: yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, and it was so crazy um, just talking to him about that. And, and it's funny, too, when we started, and you know we're, we've been like kicking around this other little idea that we have. Maybe you guys seen a little story on Instagram, but will we do it? I don't know. But we probably will because we're crazy enough to do anything because we've always been told, like, you can't do that. That doesn't make any sense or why don't you do something that's worthwhile or uh you know it's like when when i quit my job to do this it was only about four months um probably since that conversation that i had that guy that we quit our job and my old boss and or owner of the car dealership she's like well doesn't make any even any sense what you're doing which actually didn't you know on paper But he's like, it doesn't even make any sense. He goes, I could, like, honor, respect, like, if you were actually going off to do something. But this doesn't doesn't make any sense. So it kind of put, it was kind of a put down, really. I mean, it was actually a a real put down. Mm -hmm. But on paper, I mean, maybe it didn't make any sense to him. But to us, it made sense because we wanted to do it. And that's how dreams are kind of made sometimes doesn't make sense to anybody else, but we're just going to go forward with it and made us think about that, uh, too, because a lot of people can just shoot your dreams down, you know, and and sometimes they don't have the um, cojones, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) They don't have the CPO.
1: They don't have the CPO (laughs) to do it, right? And we just have (laughs) the little brains like, yeah, we're going to do it. And so we did. And that was almost well it's 2003 and um I don't even know how to count but I mean it's like 18 years or something right
0: mm-hmm.
1: or, yeah that was and and I've been busy ever since and Leslie has and so that was kind of cool to think about
0: Yeah and we we are always thinking of ideas and vision and what's next and could we do this could we Try that. And I think at any one given time, we always have at least five ideas in the Mm -hmm. hopper. Some of them will die. Some of them will go forward. But um, I really like looking at what do we think the future holds? What do we have that we could start working towards that goal? And just do it. Just like put it into action and see if it goes, see if it doesn't go. And with some hard work and commitment and that passion to do it, you can make a lot of things happen Mm -hmm. that way, but you have to do it with open hands. You can't force stuff to happen if it's not supposed to. But I think the other thing that's interesting too, and I was actually thinking about this this morning, that guy that you bought the international from, you've known him since 2003 And he's still a business contact of yours. I think that's another thing that you've done really well. And we've done really well in our life is like people that were connected with those relationships have continued because that's who that's how business grows Mm
1: -hmm. is
0: by making contact. Some people are customers. They're going to buy from you once and then you might not hear from them again. But um, other people will come in and out of your life so if you're not good with people you won't make it in business I don't care if you have a strictly online business if you're not good with making contacts and um, networking it's still true you have to be able to do that in order to be successful Mm -hmm. in any kind of business it just doesn't work otherwise
1: yeah for sure Mm mm-hmm um Oh, I was gonna say too that, um, you know, sometimes everything doesn't just have to be in line either. You, you know, you have to have everything, uh, you know, just like Leslie. You know, dreamed up this idea of like let's do a podcast, mm-hmm. and I mean my mind went all, all the way like, oh, well, okay, we got to get this and that, and but she's no, we have it right here. We're gonna do it tomorrow morning, and so you know we woke up, and it's like we're doing it we have a phone and ready to rumble and a friend of ours that has been listening, his name's Adam and he's been really encouraging and he's been listening to it and he's just like, uh, yeah, we want to do on him and his friend and we're trying to get the equipment and, uh, all these things. I was like, "What equipment, I don't know what you mean. What are you talking about? Cause I don't know. I mean, I, I just don't know. We started this and I told him about it and, um, He goes, look, seriously, you can just do it with, I mean, I think he thought you had to have microphones, which maybe you do if you get more professional about it or something. And, but sometimes you just got to get started because, um, and he's like, okay, I'm downloading the thing and, and I think they're getting ready to do it too. So I just encourage him to do it, um, and just go forward. But sometimes it's just take going out and taking a leap of faith and you don't have everything in line. And sometimes when you have everything in line, it actually waters it all down Mm -hmm. and it, it's not as natural or, um, maybe effective or, or something like that. Because everything's so polished and stuff, and we're definitely not that way. We want to kind of keep. Um, it's almost like having, you know, like a, this new musician. Musician comes out or the first see, you know, first movie, and then they try to make a sequel. The first one is always the best because it's the most raw.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and there is a lot to be said for just doing something, just taking the step, and it's risky and it's scary, and I think sometimes we don't want to tell other people the dreams that we have or that we actually are interested in doing something because we're afraid of criticism or um, failure and things like that, but you don't know if if you don't try it, and so you miss out on that, and also... If you just listen to people's criticism, then you'll never do anything because there's always somebody to criticize any idea that mm-hmm. you have. And if you're doing stuff and everybody's happy with you, then you're doing something wrong because mm-hmm. you're just doing it for people's approval. And the the best ideas that we have have had really have come just out of, we're doing this mm-hmm. and we're going to try it and see what happens. And sometimes, like I said, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. Um, but a lot of times it's the consistency mm-hmm. of making it happen.
1: Yeah. And I think just being yourself and I think marriage too is like that, uh, you know, just like what I was saying, like the first parts of something, the first movie or the first records you put out, um, is the most raw and true, true to yourself kind of thing. And, but then other influences come in, other, you know, now you get a manager, and the manager tells you to do this, and then becomes something you, you don't want. And I think marriage is like that, too, when you first meet, and, you know, uh, you know, we've been married a long time, um, <clears throat> over 26 years now, and been together for, like, 28, and, but, you know, I, I, I reflect back a lot into our early marriage, and the fun, and carefree, and, just trying things. And then after a while, you become kind of polished, like just like what regular, which is good in some ways, but just what regular married people do, or expectations, what other friends are doing, or everyone has advice. So you take that advice, or maybe even how to raise kids, and you forget to explore and have adventures just of your own. And um, I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but. Um, I, I think sometimes you just have to take your own journey instead of some other people's journey or other people's approval of how to do things.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. And I think we're in a place now where things are changing. Our kids are almost all grown. We still have Mason at home, but he's our only kid left at home. And so now it's this whole new stage of life, and... We've worked really, really hard our whole lives. We got Mm -hmm. married young. We had kids young, as you guys have heard, Listen to some of our earlier episodes if you want to hear a little bit about how we met and got together and stuff, but we've always been super committed to like putting our kids first, making things work, and those are good things, but sometimes we put off having fun, and Mm -hmm. I think now we've just decided we're going to have fun. Mm-hmm. we we still have to work. We still have to pay the mortgage. We still have, you know, business to do and we're not ready to retire, but we want to take advantage of some of the time that we have and have fun. So we've been traveling a lot more. We have, you know, we've been to California twice in the past few months, been twice Eastern Washington, um, we're doing the gambler in June. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be really fun and then we're going to Hawaii in July. Um and we I think we've just decided like we're going to just make the most of every day. And the thing that I like about that too and some of the changes that we've made is just division of labor mm-hmm. because when the kids were at home, it wasn't a bad thing. I mean, I stayed at home for quite a few years and then had a career of my own and still do. But what changed over the years was just when I did have my own career, we kind of had the traditional roles. Like I did the laundry, I did the cooking, I did the grocery shopping, you did the outside stuff. And then we had our business and I had my career and we had the kids and that was fine. But sometimes it kept us from being involved with each other.
1: And enjoying
0: Mm -hmm. things or helping each other out. And so we've mixed up that (laughs) basket. I mean, Mm -hmm. we basically dumped that basket out and we're like, okay, wait. Sometimes you can cook dinner or figure it out so I don't have to think about it. Or sometimes I can go detail the truck so that you don't have to. Or, you know, figure out different things so that we can work together outside or we could cook a meal together. And so that's been really, really fun. Cause I think those roles, um, while they were good, cause the stuff got done, we just didn't spend time engaging with each other and both taking responsibility for everything that has to take place around the house. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not as easy as those traditional roles anymore where, one person does this, one person does this, and they never meet up. Mm-hmm. I just think there's a lot that can be gained from working together, and we're definitely seeing that,
1: yeah, I mean, it's just like we tipped over the or actually dumped out the uh old toy box and threw out the old toys and putting new toys in it and playing with new toys, you know, yeah, <laughs> like hey, I never played with that, and you know and. You know, and I never... It was kind of funny over the weekend. Like, I didn't realize, you know, and, and being together this long that, like, you'd actually like doing some of this stuff. Yeah. You, know, you, you were out mowing the yard. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. And... Because um, I'd always, always done it. But it was cool to see you do tons of other things that I didn't think maybe you would want to do. But you've had a mm-hmm. f- good time exploring it.
0: Yeah, and you... The same thing with cooking. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you've been looking up recipes and finding different things to make, or you'll just say, hey, I'll take care of dinner tonight if you know that I have a busy day or something. And so that's been really nice for both of us because it, I don't know, you can just kind of get in a rut. And I was remembering that a few years ago, while I was cleaning out the truck, actually, and we, we try, I mean, Jason drives a truck and I drive a car Every day, So we kind of refer to them as our cars, but they're really all of ours. And the truck is what we take when we travel because yeah. it's more comfortable and stuff like that. And I was remembering over the weekend while I was detailing the truck that someone told you once, oh yeah, I told my wife that I would pay her $100 if she would clean out this trailer <laughs> for me. And uh, I... I think he
1: even said crisp $100 bill.
0: <laughs> are you... Oh... Well, I was, was going to cuss. I'm not going to cuss. I'm just going to say that is so uh, CPO. Yes. That, that, <laughs> I do not understand that. If if you have ever said that about or to your wife, please. Yeah. Please don't. I'm going mean, to throw you a
1: bone. I right? Because that's what right. it meant, so.
0: <laughs> I mean, it is just so... And you've never been like... Jason no. has never, ever, like approached our marriage in that way. I not even I had $100,
1: but go ahead.
0: <laughs> I'm still looking for the 500 <laughs> right, yeah. that you had when we were first together. That's
1: true. Yeah, from that other podcast we were talking about that.
0: Yeah, and I still don't know where it is, but <laughs> that is just not okay with me. Maybe some people are okay with that. I am 100% not. And, right. um, <laughs> I wanted us to do things together because we like doing things together, and we share our money. <laughs> and because yeah. we're a couple and we always have and that's just the way that it goes so it's those kinds of things where i'm like yeah i want to detail the truck cuz i knew it would be helpful for you i know it's helpful for me too um and you were working on this other yard project that we have that required some time and effort and stuff and that's the way I think it should be. I just mm-hmm. think it's so offensive to boil it down to I'm gonna give my wife a crisp one hundred dollar bill. Right. I don't <laughs> I Oh, that is so CPO. But <clears throat> yeah. anyways, um yeah, I it was a good weekend just in mm-hmm. those senses too. We got to we went out and worked on the gambler a little mm-hmm. bit and put the the meats on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, put some thirty three by twelve and a half by fifteens on it.
0: It looks but good.
1: It does. It has like a crazy stance. I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely meaty <laughs> looking now, and I don't even know if we can get it on our car trailer because we're gonna have to travel to go over and uh, for the gambler and um yeah it and it's got a crazy camber in the front because the thing's lifted the station wagon mm-hmm. and we've got a lot of stuff to do but now I'm gonna have to cut away part of the frame. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's just like we were talking before and, you know, when you were younger, it's like, yeah, I've got a $1,000 car and I've got, you know, $3,000 stereo system and a 2,000 set of wheels. So basically we're building this car around these set of wheels, wheels and tires, but we're going to have, because it won't turn, you can only turn the steering wheel like a quarter, quarter of the way (laughs) and before it hits the frame. So we're going to have to cut that out and re-weld that back in or jack it up another five inches. I don't (laughs) think we're going to do that. And Stanley was like, "Nope, that's not happened." And, and by the way, he's been snoring so, um, per usual in the background. But yeah, it it was it was cool to see it like that. But the camber, I don't know what to do. They've, they're they're totally leaning in on the front.
0: So. It's real bad. It's yeah. like it's for sure real bad. And then we got a roof basket for it. Mm-hmm. So I built the roof basket, and then it had some ski connectors on top so took those off and then put the basket up there just so we could see what it looked like and um that's kind of what's next we got to figure out the wheels and tires and stuff and then um it's got a tranny slip
1: yeah actually we call it a stall converter stall
0: converter that was the other yeah (laughs) i learned about um stall converter i knew what a tranny slip was because i felt it and it wasn't great but um yeah, it's got a stall converter.
1: <laughs> with quotations. Right? With, converter.
0: with quotations. And then, you know, my favorite, aside from the PA system, is the suicide knob yes. that I got for it. And yeah. that came in, and we decided to dress it up a little bit. You have six billion options. I could have even gotten a bulldog right suicide knob. But we went for carbon.
1: Yes, carbon um,
0: fiber. Carbon fiber, which... <laughs> Which, uh, then I tried to put it on the steering wheel and it doesn't fit. So, we've got to figure that out. That's my number yeah. one priority.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I think people had smaller hands back in the, in they the, must the have. 60s, 70s, and 80s or something like that. Because mm-hmm. the steering wheel small.
0: You yeah. Know, it's thin, so. <laughs> it's really thin, actually. Yeah. And I didn't really think of that until I was putting that on there. Yeah, we definitely have more comfort. We have more ergonomic steering right. wheels now. Yes. For sure. Um, yeah, so that'll be interesting to get the work done on the gambler. And then what else? That was kind of the weekend. I mean, we've got some projects, nothing exciting, but like we're doing some landscaping and stuff Mm -hmm. at the house. Just some additional kind of stuff, just getting ready for spring. So,
1: yeah, it was funny today or uh, yesterday. These people were walking by and Stanley was out there. Running around watching Leslie Moe and watching me, you know, use this trencher. And he was kind of by the truck and the little trailer for the trencher. And uh, these four kids came walking by. And I could see him, but Stanley hadn't seen him yet. And if he sees kids, I don't care what happens. I'm screaming at him, stop, stop, stop. He's going. Yeah. And he pretends he's not going to go, but then he goes. Mm-hmm. And But they had a little Boston Terrier. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And so... Uh, I left the trencher and ran over, and I'm like, "Oh, I gotta tie him up or do something," because the trencher's running still because I had tied the throttle and the and the gear drive, and it was running by itself too at the same time because oh. I got tired of holding it. But I ran over there and I took the chain off of the the hook that was hooked to the trailer and put it on his his um, collar, <laughs> so we couldn't he, uh, get away and so this chain was really kind of big and i've got it hang in there and i got a picture of stanley if you go to our instagram you can see it but he's the total junkyard dog sitting there with a chain on him on him with the trailer
0: and remember this is the the celebrity dog who yes. eats organic chicken broth that jason right. puts on his food and yes. suddenly he's tied up to the back of a truck with a chain <laughs> He was not happy. Oh yeah,
1: that picture is just priceless because he won't even look at me. No. He's just kinda staring up in space, like, You gotta be kidding me. Like,
0: this is not what I do.
1: And he had just he had just watched that movie to uh, vacation and he's remembering that little dog that they tied tied to the back uh-huh. of the bumper. So he's like <laughs> he just could imagine. But that was really cute. Yeah. He didn't think it was cute, but I thought it was cute. Yeah,
0: we thought it was very cute. Um so that was kind of the weekend and then we have a story to tell for sure tomorrow yes yeah so that's going to be an awesome episode because it's kind of a it's a continuation from Mm -hmm. what we've been talking about just about how we met and got married and our kids and um yeah it's a story so i don't know what you want to say about it today just leading up yeah it's just been been
1: exciting and Um, that, you know, super cool person and just the story and, and cars involved and just a whole bunch of stuff about it. And, um, yeah, really excited, uh, to tell more about that. And I was going to read to this little thing. He, uh, he didn't mean it for, for this, but, um, this is from Adam. Uh, he had, I hadn't showed you a little text. Oh yeah. Cool. He said, uh, he's been listening, he's like, good morning, buddy, just want to let you know I'm praying over you and Leslie today that you guys just continue to be open and real and love each other, and I just want to let you know you're a huge example to me and to others praying over your podcast, that it gets to other people like it does me. It just shows a true, uh, real relationship praying over your guys' business, and even Stanley, LOL. (laughs) So that was
0: nice of him. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. And we've had such good support like that. Like That just makes my heart happy Mm -hmm. just because we have been so fortunate in having people come alongside us Mm -hmm. and just care for us, love us, be our friends, laugh with us, joke with us, do business with us, and support us when, you know... In hard times, and we want to do that for other people too, um and that's just who we are. And we've we've been very very blessed with good friends and family that have done that for mm-hmm. us through the years. So yeah. that's amazing.
1: Yeah, so it was nice of them. So mm-hmm. I don't know if we have anything else for today. Or, I don't think
0: so. I mean, yeah, I'm
1: excited about tomorrow and yeah our plans for today.
0: Yeah, they will be. Good, now we're off to work and see what the day brings, and we'll see you guys tomorrow.
1: Hey, have a good CPO day.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, don't forget (laughs) to CPO as much as possible today. Adios. Bye.